Welcome to the Feathered Desert, a podcast all about desert bird feeding in the southwestern region of the United States. Brought to you by the Wild Birds Unlimited store in Mesa, Arizona. Welcome to the Feathered Desert, and today Kirsten and I are going to talk about Northern Arizona, um, that region, birding, and it's going to include the Grand Canyon, National Park, Flagstaff, and Sedona. And this is all Cheryl off the cuff, because um, it was, uh, research was minimal, actually. I was but it's surprised. all personal experience, yeah, so, so and this sometimes is all that's from even my better. personal experience. So Arizona is a state filled with stunning natural beauty, and we have access to so much of it to marvel at, to revel in its plant diversity, to seek out the state's wildlife. Northern Arizona is no exception, with a national park and its beautiful surrounding landscapes. It's impossible to describe all these places with one blanket description. So we will start with the most northern region, and we'll slowly move south. And Kirsten... You've yes. got the most northern part. I got the most northern part, the Grand Canyon. So first of all, if those of you are Arizona residents and you've never been to the Grand Canyon, go to the Grand Canyon. It is the second most visited national park in the United States. There are 1,500 different plant species. That's a lot. That's very yeah. cool. 355 to 400 different birds. 89 different mammals. Gosh, that's a lot for mammals, actually, in one area. 47 different reptiles, 9 different amphibians, and 17 different types of fish that live in and around the canyon. That's all the reason you need to go. It is, des- it is designated by UNESCO, which is the United Nations... Oh my gosh, sorry. My tongue is twisted up today. The United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization as a World Heritage Site. And it's right here in our own backyard. It's so cool. The park's central feature, of course, is the gorge of the Colorado River called the Grand Canyon. And it is one of the seven natural wonders of the world. I don't think you need any more reason to go than that. No, you've got it. So the landscape diversity of the area, the north rim of the Grand Canyon boasts mostly of ponderosa pines and grassy meadows with clumps of aspen trees. The meadows have bogs, crystal clear clear creeks, springs, and seeps. And the south rim of the Grand Canyon has the conifer forests, but it is a warmer, drier climate, so there are shrubs like junipers and even cacti. The view is picture postcard perfect from either rim. And there is, um, the south rim is the one that's most visited. Yes. It, and it is uh, drier and congested. If you drive, I believe it's six hours around to the north rim, you get a completely different um, perspective yeah. on the canyon. It's, it's like being in a different, well, it is a different place, but it's the south rim and the north rim are so diverse in just the, yeah. just the plant uh, yeah, I mean, they're see. at different altitudes. I mean, yeah. you think, oh, gosh, it's not that far over there, but and it's it's far. <laughs> 
It is far. And the water, the, there's more water at the north rim than there is at the south rim. So I found that very interesting. Yeah, it's very cool. I do know, uh, caution for people who are wanting to visit, definitely check websites for when it's open. The north rim is often closed more often because... Um, they have a bit more snow and ice there during the winter. So you want to, if you want to do the North Rim and the South Rim, and you want to do it together, make sure that you're going on a time when the North Rim is actually open to... Um, yeah, because it's not open all year round. Yes. All right, so on to our most favorite part, the birds of the Grand Canyon. The California condor, oh my God, is mind-blowing, mind-blowing, soaring over the Grand Canyon. The red-tailed hawk, usually flying along roadsides, Peregrine falcons from the canyon to the plains, American kestrels over the grassy meadows, goshawks and spotted owls favor the conifer forests. You may also run across wild turkeys, mountain bluebirds, not mountain bluebirds, not boards, mountain bluebirds, <laughs> acorn woodpeckers, stellar jays, or the pinion jay. If you listen to the bird chatter, the tweets of the white-breasted nuthatch or the red-breasted nuthatch, the mountain chickadees. And if you are lucky, the pygmy nuthatch. Depending on the time of year, you may see Clark's nutcrackers. I would love to see a Clark nutcracker. The Townsend solitaire or the Bullock's oriole. I didn't know the Bullock's oriole would go that far north, but I saw one. Nice. So, okay, we're going to move a little bit uh, south to the Flagstaff area. Now, Flagstaff, Arizona is one of the windiest places in the U.S. I know people don't know this, but... I didn't um, know that either. My daughter lived up there for several years, and oh my gosh, you just wear your hair in a ponytail. Forget it. <laughs> yes, it's even windier than the Windy City, Chicago. So there, yes. Wow, Chicago might be a little upset about that. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's windier. And more lightning. There's a lot of lightning up oh there. Oh my. So lots of evidence of volcanic activity on display in the landscapes of Flagstaff. We do know that Snowball if in, Bowl, if anyone's familiar with that mountain range in the San Francisco peaks, right. that was a volcano, ah. which is no longer active. At least that's what they tell us. So Until it, exp until, you know, it until erupts, it then we have to take their word for it. But um, it, did, it, it did actually erupt which explains the formations of the mountains, my gotcha. understanding is, and the volcanic um, debris that you find around uh, Flagstaff. There's ponderosa pine trees and aspen trees interspersed into the grasslands and wildflower meadows, meadows that cover the area. Similar wildlife is shared between the South Rim and Flagstaff because they're on the same side of the Grand Canyon. Uh, they're on the same side. So uh, there are fewer, there are a few lakes around Flagstaff. One in particular attracts quite a bit of waterfowl is Mary's Lake. It's a very large lake mm. um, up there. And this area is not only home to a large lake, but is surrounded by meadows and fringed with aspens and ponderosa pines. Nice. That sounds like it'd be a very attractive to a broad range of birds. Yes. Well, I got them in there. Yes. So, and speaking of the birds in Flagstaff, these are some of the ones that you might be able to see. The diversity of the northern part of the state with its riparian areas, its desert areas, and its forest areas makes the bird life great. And there are too many to mention, but we're going to highlight a few that would be of great interest to you. So there's the western meadowlark. I've never seen a meadowlark, and I would love to see one with that yellow, that splash of yellow on them. Uh, the dark-eyed junco, American robin, the horned lark, the red-naped sapsucker, the broad-tailed hummingbird, the rufous hummingbird, 
which are more difficult to see outside of the state of California. The American Widgeon, I love that, just to say Widgeon. I know. I like American Widgeon. Northern Pintail, and of course, wherever there is waterfowl, there are bald eagles. And it never gets um, old seeing a bald eagle. No. It never gets old. No. <laughs> and wherever there, of course, is a large body of water, we're also going to have osprey. There are birds such as the great horned owl and the white-throated swift, the violet-green swallow, and the gambles quail. But this is just a few that you might see in the region, but these are some oh, really amazing ones. The, the list is seems endless. Yes, and because, like you just said, with all of that diversity. environmental yeah. diversity in one area, you're just going to have lots and lots of different types of wildlife. The, the wind doesn't seem to bother them. No, no, no. <laughs> So, okay, we're going to move um, about 30 minutes or so south from Flagstaff, and so we're, which is Sedona. And um, the, that landscape changes from the Ponderosa pine, foresty, meadowy area to more of rock, red rock formations and scrubby junipers and oak trees. Now, there's small creeks that wind through the sparse grasslands up against the red wind-carved mountains, and then there's oak Creek Canyon filled with oak trees, a substantial creek that flows most of the year. Nice. So what birds can we expect in this area? Well, we've got green herons. We've got black-crowned night herons. American bitterns. You're going to see all those near water. Mm -hmm. uh, the greater roadrunner and the cactus wren. Barn owls and turkey vultures. Belted kingfisher, also going to be near water, and it's also super fun. Ladder-backed woodpeckers, western tanager. Oh, they're so bright. They look like a sunset. Black-headed grosbeaks, juniper titmouse, the green-tailed towhee, which I just want to see his little green tail. The western kingbird, a spotted towhee, the northern rough-winged swallow, the common yellowthroat. They have a lovely, lovely song. And the yellow-breasted chat. If that isn't enough wonder for you, then keep an eye out for annas and black-chinned hummingbirds. As well, because, you know, everybody loves a hummingbird. Yes. <laughs> and it's just amazing. So we've, we've named these regions. And you guys, outside of the North Rim and the South Rim, which is a six-hour difference, mm. we're just moving 30 minutes yeah. south. And the bird life changes and the landscape changes. Yeah. All of these birds could probably overlap between Flagstaff and the South Rim and you know, Sedona, yeah. and probably move down into Cottonwood because the um, uh, diversity of landscape is similar between uh, Cottonwood, Arizona, and um, Sedona. Yes. So, where do you go to see all these birds and enjoy this landscape? You go to northern Arizona, and what's the best time to visit these areas? Well, the Grand Canyon, as we mentioned before, the North Rim is open generally between May and October. The South Rim is rim is open from about March to November. It all depends on snowfall with the South Rim because if there's not a lot of snowfall, you can actually go there in December. Hmm. It's it, it won't close. It will only close if you don't have access. Gotcha. So, um, Flagstaff, I don't think there's a bad time to visit this area. Mm -mm. Any time of year will bring beauty and natural wonder. If you are a, not a fan of snow or snow-type temperatures, then I would visit between March and November. Remember, you probably will always need a jacket yes. because it's breezy. 
Depending on the monsoons, July and August can have mosquitoes galore. So take some bug spray. Yes, especially if you're going out to some of the prairie areas that can be marshy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I had an experience where I had 27 mosquito Ooh, bites. That's not good. Um, it, yeah, it was not good. But boy, was it, I don't know, I kind of think it's worth it. It's kind of like the battle scars of right, right. Um, uh, bird watching and wildlife seeking. Uh, Sedona, again, can get warm in the summer. So I would suggest visiting any time but June, July, or August because lately that's been the peak where you're not getting much of a break from the Phoenix Valley. Yeah. They can hit the hundreds. Um, and Unless you're like... You're accustomed. You're yeah. accustomed to our Arizona heat, so you're acclimated to it. So... Um, those are the months when the bird life is going to be the most diverse because that's when our migratory birds are up there. Yes. And um, uh, doing whatever they do, like the grosbeaks and the um, warblers. So Arizona, what an incredible state we live in. And we've had podcasts where we've covered um, the southeast, the southwest, and now we've got the northern region. I don't think there's a space... We've covered the um, west side, the east side of Arizona, the mountains, the yep. White Mountains. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a place in Arizona that isn't full of bird life and yeah. just amazing landscape diversity. Um, it It's just out there. So I wouldn't waste any time. I yeah. would go out there and discover it. Yep. For those of you who love watching the birds, get out there. Have a good time. <laughs>